You want Philly Philly? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It's easy to sum it up. We talking about practice. Because it's about as casual as it gets. What's the problem now? That's a clown question, bro. I think we ought to team to beat at least. World champions! Start playing with some jam in here. Let's go. Philadelphia, looking as only you can look. Woo! Here we go, here we go! Good evening, everybody, to another edition of the Philly Philly Podcast, presented to you by SixPackCoverage.com, the uh, MonkeysUncle.net, and La Terrain Watches. I'm your host, Eric Perigini, with my co-host, Chris Lahiff, and we will be discussing the Eagles' Week 5 victory over the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, But before we get into that, we um, have to pay some last respects for one Major League Baseball team. Chris, please do the honors. completely awesome um yes some last respects to the uh new york mets and that disgrace of a fan base and keith hernandez here you are pal (laughs) you know what like i posted that video and uh it's so funny it's (laughs) it's it's so funny i just uh uh, it, it it brings warm warmth to my heart. Yes, yes, it, it it really does. You know, especially I like how at one point the video syncs up really well with little uh, Timmy trumpet over there when he he lifts up the play the. <laughs> I loved it. It was great. So, but yes, the New York Mets have been eliminated from the playoffs. While your Philadelphia Phillies 
advance to the NLDS against the Atlanta Braves. Tough series for them. Very tough series coming up. It means the defending champs. So, but we're going to need the pitching to come up big like, like they did against the Cardinals. So, hopefully, hopefully they, they keep the, the trend rolling. Yeah, it, it's funny because we did a sound check before you started and you're static again. <laughs> you're wired. Uh, it's the headphones. There's nothing I can do about it. I have to get new headphones then. I don't know what to do. It's one wire connecting to the iPad to these. It's all it is. Maybe hold the, the wire. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll mess with the wire. I don't know. I'll just stand here and play with it like it's a piece of hair. <laughs> I don't. What did you do before that? It, was, it wasn't static. It was perfect. I have no idea. I pressed the button. We're doing a sound check again. I don't know what's going on. Perfect. I, I don't know what it is. I, perfect. I, I, perfect. Okay, let's talk then before it's not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what were we talking Oh, well, pay our respects to the Mets. Yes, their, yes, yes. And their fan base. Um, oh, but before we get started, I would also like to pay respects to uh, Revenge Against 2011. I mean, we've now ended the careers of Adam Wainwright, Albert Pujols, and Yadier Molina. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. Yeah, they didn't go out on top. You know, everyone sits there and says this is revenge for 2011. I don't really – I mean, it, I, I didn't look at it like it was like that. It, it, it was it, – it is what it is. It's, you, you know – I, I didn't. I listen. I was happy that they do it. The only thing that I'm annoyed about is, you know, now everybody wants to talk about the integrity of baseball with this Aaron Judge home run and race. And you're going to tell me, in my opinion, that Albert Pujols didn't do any kind of PEDs after June. Mm-hmm. He hasn't hit for three seasons. Like, you know, like he hit 198 when he was in. When he was his last uh, his last season with the Angels, he hit two fifty four with the Dodgers last year. So, you know, before that, he hit two twenty four, two forty four, two forty five, two forty one, and then he hits two seventy, and it's in the end of his career. Chase, get out of here, get out of here with that! Like, don't <laughs> don't tell me he wasn't doing something. He, he was just holding back. That's all. Yeah, that's what he, it was. He, was he was just holding back. Yeah, I got I got a, a lot of respect for. Albert Pujols, but we're not here for the respect of Albert Pujols. We're here to talk about the 5-0 and Philadelphia Eagles, one step closer to 6-0, and one step closer to me wearing a ridiculous outfit <laughs> on air for our live show. Um, so it is Dallas week. Yes, um, it is. It's a good Dallas week because both teams are good. And, you know... The NFC East was a joke last year. Yeah, and now that's what a five and O team, well, the only undefeated team in the league, two four and one teams. And I said in the beginning of the season, the Giants were going to surprise some people. You did. I, I actually thought that Washington might surprise people, but they're they're a train wreck. Uh, you, you know what? Like we can sit there and we can bash. We could go on for hours and bash Carson Wentz. Oh, Ron Rivera. Even... No, no, I'm, Ron Rivera is terrible. He's a terrible head coach. There's, 
there's the Latin Jeff Fisher it does, doesn't do it for me. He's he's not he's he's not good. He's not he he had one like he's he's got a his winning record is like five seventeen. One of those seasons was fifteen and one. So think about that. Like think about that. Mm-hmm. And then he was twelve and four. He's got three winning seasons in his career as an NFL head coach. He's been a coach since twenty eleven or twenty ten. Right. Like like he he got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. He may have gotten lucky, and, and that, that's what it is. So we got oh. Steve O. Crowley. He is a Braves fan. Cool dude. Um, you know, it, it, listen, this, you know, the Braves are going to – we'll talk to this real quick. The Braves are going to have the advantage because they're the home team, but it's an even series. You know, it's going to come down to timely hits in the bullpen. It really is. You know, it, it's yeah, – it's timely hits, you know. You know, maybe the Phillies have the advantage because they've been playing – and the Braves, I feel like, have been off for like three three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it, it does feel like that for them. Uh, see, I don't know if it's uh, – I, I don't know. I don't know if it's an even series. I really don't. I mean, the the Phillies, I, I think it's going to come down to their hitting – I mean, their pitching again. Like Their pitching mm-hmm. has to has to stand on its head. Um, I mean, we need more hits out of Harper. You know, we do need them to, to hit – I give the Braves the advantage. I mean, they are, they they are, what are the defending world champs. Yeah, they they are who they are. They're they're, they're a great team, um, and I, I don't I don't think it's even. I personally think that the Braves are favored. Well, the Braves are favored. They're, oh, they're yeah, definitely they're, favored. The, the Braves but are the absolute favorite. I just yeah, I'm not I'm not as confident with this one as I was with with uh, the Cardinals, for, for, rightfully so. And, you know, we just have to wait and see how it plays out. And, like, hopefully, you know, and all I can say is hopefully, you know, they they show up well and, and they surprise people. You know right now the Phillies are 10-1 to 1 to win the World Series out of the, teams, out of the teams that are left in the playoffs. They're 10-1, to 1, are their odds, to win the World Series. I found that amazing. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, and, you know, yeah, let, you didn't really own us this year. I mean – the Braves. I mean, you know, the Mets owned us. Let's be realistic. The Mets absolutely obliterated us. They they really did. <laughs> like, I think we had four wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, um, but uh, you know, I I think they had like two more wins for us. Um, uh, they were they were eleven and eight. So it was. There you go, eleven and eight. We'll win three. We'll sweep you, and we'll make it eleven and eleven. Um, <laughs> but so Steve, he's a he's clearly an Atlanta fan, and you know since he's on here, can we talk about the roughing the passer penalty that Atlanta got? That was absolutely crazy. Like that was really bad. And that and that was right after Brady tried to kick the guy. He tries to kick the man. Like what do you expect? I was like, wow. And he didn't do anything. The Tua sack that knocked him out of the game was more vicious than that. And there was no penalty called. Yeah. None. None. I was I was like, that just killed that killed Atlanta's momentum. It, it really did. It, it really did. It was like they sacked him and then it was first and ten with another fifteen yards. It was a terrible call by the officials. Um but yeah, you know, the Rams look like, you know, they look like they got a sign of Del Beckham. 
Yeah, I mean they're they're Be- definitely because they, Dallas manhandled. I, I, I think Dallas manhandled them, but I mean Dallas's defense. If so, Dallas and Philadelphia were in Dallas week. So if Dallas, you know, Dallas comes to Philadelphia next week, um, you know, the Eagles' offense is better than the Dallas's offense, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, defense they, they get a slight edge over Philadelphia because of Michael Parsons, and that's it. That's that's the only reason they get a slight edge, and that's a great edge to have. Like, yeah, it, he's it, the best offensive player in the game right now. But you know, he he hurt his groin this week. Demarcus Lawrence got hurt a little bit too. He's a little banged up. Um, and you know. I, I, our offensive line is a little banged up, but I think they're going to all be there. I think Jordan Maialata is going to play. Yeah, it sounds like he's going to play. So I just, I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, oh crap! Yeah, what's up, um, crap? The Gallo and Anderson came back against Judgment Day to help. Oh yeah, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. I'm I'm watching it. I'm like, oh wow, but I I wasn't. I didn't get into it on the show. Oh wow, I just I, I I just got the text. Yeah, I saw the text message go off on my phone. I knew what it was about. It was from Bill, and I'm watching wrestling, so I knew. I looked up. I'm like, oh, Anderson and Gallows. <laughs> it's awesome. the old uh, it's the old Bullet Club. That that that'll be. That's a good. Uh, that's a good that's feud. A, it's a great feud because you know it's. I mean, real quick, Judgment Day is it's getting old. Like they're they're constantly beating people up. I, I didn't I didn't understand it to begin with. Like it was in and out for Edge. I didn't understand it, so it, it was just weird. I'm I'm only watching wrestling tonight for the to see uh, Bray Wyatt after his return the last night or the other night. But uh, yeah, no, um, I I, I totally give the the Eagles the advantage against Dallas. Um. Because of uh, what you call it, um, uh, well, the quarterback situation, you know, Jalen Hurts is obviously way better than Cooper Rush, um, but Cooper Rush is just able to just like move the team downfield. That that's pretty much how it is, and that's all you want, really. Um, so I mean, it, it, I think it's going to be a better game than people think. And everyone said that the game against Arizona was the trap game. I, I, I was like, uh, I don't know. They they could beat Arizona. The, the trap game for me is when you're going against the four and one Dallas Cowboys without a Dak Prescott. I think Dak plays. Uh, he's well. It, it's a possibility, but they're saying he's still having a hard hard time gripping the football. So I mean, how effective is he going to be? Like he's he's more, he's more of a passer than Cooper Rush. He's more an effective passer. And if he can't pass, that means that they're just going to be throwing the ball. I mean, uh, running the football. The Eagles are good against the run. They're good against the run. Um, and well, they're pretty good against the pass. Like they have, <laughs> their defense is really good, and like in their secondary. So, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it works. It's really going to be interesting. I mean, after after what they they just did with uh, Arizona, like I, I was getting nervous with that game. I really was like they they almost blew that game. Listen, you can't listen. You can be nervous. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Oh yeah, They're I mean, five and zero. I mean, don't Enjoy get me it. wrong. They, you know, they gave, um, they they were giving Arizona every chance to win that game. They they didn't put the foot on the throat and go for the kill. 
they let them back in, and it almost really took them out. It almost hurt them. I mean, um, this was the first game this year where we saw Jalen Hurts making some bad mistakes. Like It wasn't just one or two. He made a few bad mistakes, but he was able to rebound off of them and do just enough to get them in line for the win. And, I mean, so you really can't say anything about them because, you know, they did win the game. But he didn't play his best game, and that's okay. So far out of five games, this was the worst game he's played this season. And they've won all five of their games in different factions. You know, mm-hmm. play of the quarterback, play from their defense, special teams, you know, all, all kind of stuff um, with the running game. I mean, like I, I was in the monsoon watching Miles Sanders run all over the place. Um, uh, they, they came back from injuries and showed their depth. So, I mean, they're, they're a very well-rounded team, and I really – like if Dak plays, that's the big difference. That's a big difference. But other than that, I mean, if Cooper Rush plays, I, there's I, – I don't, I don't see – I don't see them – I don't see Dallas winning if Cooper Rush plays. If, if Dak plays, they have a shot. I think you, if you put up 27 points, if the Eagles put up 27 points, they're going to win the game. Yeah. Well, and and so I was texting Rich, and I'm like, they got the ball back with like nine minutes left, and I'm like, just just run the ball, run. That's all you need to do is run the ball, control the clock. They controlled the clock for seven minutes. They ran at one point, I think it was seven straight plays. We knew they were like you knew, and they yeah. couldn't do it. Right, right, right. You knew. You just knew. So and, and and like you said, they're winning every aspect of the game. You know, they got into a shootout in week one. Um, week two was, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't week two like the Jalen Hurts just went absolutely bonkers game. What game did you go to? I just weeks? went to I just went to the one against Jacksonville two weeks ago. I was because I was in that monsoon that rainstorm. Oh, Washington, the Commanders game. Yeah, that's it, the Commanders game. So they um, uh, yeah. So I mean. They, they have. They've shown resiliency in, in how they, they – I mean, the fact that they were down 14 nothing against Jacksonville in, in that kind of weather and come back to win, that, that, that tells you a lot about the coaching right there. That tells you a lot about their game plan, their preparation. And it's kind of refreshing to see because I really dig Sirianni's play calling. I, I like how he's got this team together. I mean, look, look at the game uh, just yesterday with uh, C.J. Johnson, you know, with the interception. I mean, they got him for a bag of footballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the only thing, if I'm going to question Sirianni, it's going to be, I think he's running a little too many screens. Maybe go, like, I feel like, not that he's showing too much, but just hit A.J. Brown on a slant. Yeah. Hit him on a slant. Well, they're going to force, yeah, they're going to force feed him against against Dallas. Like they did against with Devontae Smith in, in, in week two when he had, like, nothing week one. They're going to force feed the guy. He's going to have an amazing game. And there's no one who can co- – I mean, listen, Trayvon no. Diggs. Trayvon Diggs is a good corner. I'm not taking anything away from Trayvon Diggs. But, you know, it, it, you got Trayvon Diggs. You got Quez Watkins. You got Dallas Goddard. You got, you got Devontae Smith. You know, you have Miles Sanders. You have Kenneth Gainwell. Like, these are guys, like, you know, if you hit, like – Dallas is a team that if you hit them with the screen, 
unless Micah Parsons is right there, you can beat them. Yeah, exactly. But Micah Parsons is going after the quarterback. He's not going after the running back on a screen, the tight end on a screen. And I want to see one-on-one Dallas Goddard and Micah Parsons. I just want to see Micah Parsons just standing there and looking at Dallas Goddard who's running down them. That will be the greatest hit ever. Oh, you know this, this season. Like and they're both beasts. They're both phenomenal players. I I'm not I don't know who would win. I don't know. I'm not going to say Dallas Goddard's going to have the upper hand and I sure shit ain't going to say Micah Parsons is going to have the upper hand. Micah Parsons is probably defensive player of the year barring injury. Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah. And him and Goddard going down the like coming down on an open field tackle and you know, Goddard's got to make a choice as a man, and Micah Parsons has to make a choice as a man. You know, you flip a coin, who's going to win that? <laughs> You're not I, I, like Dallas fans will say Micah Parsons will own him. You know, Eagles fans will say um, that he that that uh, Dallas Goddard will own him. Like we don't know. And you're right. I'm tired of the LT comparisons too. He's good, but I, for as fast as today's game is. I don't I feel like you know Micah Parsons might over pursue in the eighties and the nineties. Like, do you know what I mean? Like cause Yeah, I know what you're talking it, about. It, it's not like you know, the, these guys they're they're phenomenal athletes now. They're freaks of nature. Yeah. And it's a different era of football. And I don't know, like I don't know if he would be as dominant as LT in the eighties and nineties. I don't oh. know if he would be. I think he would be good. I don't know if he would be LT good. LT was a he was an animal. Oh, like, yeah. He was an, he's he's a really good animal. I just don't think that Micah Parsons is at the LT level yet. It's only his second year. He's he's, he's got, got yeah. He's got the potential. Yeah. You'll you'll never you Barry, you'll never hear me compare him to Lawrence Taylor until his career's over. Yeah, that's I mean dude, it it happens every year with somebody with, with with one of these freaks that come out. You know these guys that are freaks of nature on the field. It happens every single every single year, or at least every couple of years in the NFL. Like, oh, who's this guy compared to? You know, comparisons are awesome. It's a great personal, um, I guess you could say, like pump up hype job when people compare you to guys like Lawrence Taylor. That, that's great. You know, he was a he was a game-changing linebacker. Like, he literally changed the game how it was played. We have yet to see that from Micah Parsons, but the talent's there. The, the talent is absolutely there, and I'm not going to deny the talent. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I don't like I don't like that. Like, when, when a guy's in his third, fourth, more like his fifth year, when he's, like, truly established, and he's they're breaking records or they're right up there with – with like Hall of Famers and legends and, and with their stats, that 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 then gets me like saying, okay, is this guy on? It'll it'll have me say, is is Michael Parsons on the Lawrence Taylor level? You know, give him give him some time. Um. Uh, and Barry Barry says right here in the comments section, I'm I'm reading it right now. He says the Dallas defense is legit, which I mean they are. They're good. They're real. They're really good. So's the Eagles. It's this game is so even. Well, it's so evenly matched on the defensive side. It's going to come down to who's going to score more points. And right now, if Cooper Rush is playing, I give the edge to the Eagles all day. But 
yeah, you're, you're right. Like you, you talk about the defense and Demarcus Lawrence. He's hurt. Okay, we have Hassan Reddick. You know, Hassan. If you look at Hassan Reddick and Micah Parsons' number, I'm pretty sure they're almost similar. Yeah, and he's been on a tear the last like, he's three been on weeks. A tear. Josh Sweat on a, on a tear. Mm-hmm. You know, our linebacking crew because they're white. Uh, T.J. Edwards, like they're 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 on a tear. Our secondary, like you said, C.J. Jardner gone, Johnston, um, James Bradbury, like Avante Maddox might be back. Like we're winning games without like key players. Mm-hmm. Darius Slay. Um, so while I love Dallas's, like I like I said, I got respect for Dallas's defense. You know, it's it, it's going to come down to you know, game planning and how they're going to use Jalen Hurts. Because if you don't think Jalen Hurts hasn't watched game film from the from last year and when the Dallas blew them out, you know, it's first place is on the line. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, it's either, you know, and we have a good chance. Um, you, you get a two-game lead on – the uh, the Cowboys because the Cowboys would fall to four and two, you right. would be you would be six and zero. Oh. You know, do the Ravens uh, do the Giants upset the Ravens? I don't know. You know, it's you don't know what the Giants are. You know, the Giants come to play. It just the Giants. I said before, all they needed was a quarterback and a coach. And I'm not sold. I'm not sold on Daniel Jones. He had a really good game in London. He had a really good game in London. But if Daniel Jones is a guy you got to rely on with your legs and not throwing the ball, and he had some good throws yesterday, he re- he really did. It's 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 going to be hard to beat a really like Barry just said, one of the most complete teams, defensive units in the unit. It's going to be hard to beat a team with a really good defense. Really mm-hmm. is. You saw Daniel Jones and the Giants didn't beat Dallas. Dallas's defense. You know they went out and. Yeah, the defense for the Giants, I think the defense in the Giants won that game more than Daniel Jones did, and Daniel Jones had a really good game. They just – they were knocking Aaron Rodgers' passes down. Like, mm-hmm. that defense – they came to play. They – they. Uh, yeah, they're right. They're not beating themselves. That's fine. And that's the thing. And Daniel Jones isn't turning the ball over. Right. But when he – but when Daniel – like, if you – if – you're in a playoff game, and you have Daniel Jones going against an Eagles defense, going against a Dallas defense, going against a Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Who are you taking? Exactly. Even exactly. even if even if the Giants somehow win the division and they and they and they host a playoff game, I'm sorry. I, it's no disrespect to the Giants. It's just that Daniel Jones. I'm not sold on him as this all-around complete quarterback. I know he's had different coordinators his, his entire NFL career, but and Brian Dable is a great coach, and I don't know if anyone else heard it, but the announcers were calling him Brian Davis, and it drives me bananas. How do you not know the guy's name? Like, call me to, yeah. to – like, fly me to London. I'll call the game and get a, and get their names right. Like, it's not Brian Davis. Brian Dable. Right. And he's a really good coach. And, you know – Mark Sanchez, the king of mediocrity, he always somehow won games in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I, I was just I was just throwing out that battery just to you know I I know the Eagles are better, but again, I'm not 
I don't do predictions. I said in the beginning of the year, this was Dallas's division to lose. The Eagles would come in second, and the Giants would shock a lot of people. And I, I got laughed at. I, I did. Some people laughed at me, told me that it was the commanders this and Carson Wentz that. And, you know, it's, I'm really starting to think after watching that debacle. And I, God, for, God help anybody who watched that Thursday night prime game. He's got to throw more touchdown passes. Yeah, I don't want him running too much. The question was, is am I sold on finally heights? I love Hurts. I love him. The dude is, he, he's shown to be a leader. And I said, and like I said before, I wasn't rooting against the guy. He looked really bad in that playoff game last year. He looked and terrible it, in that playoff game. And it looked like he worked on it this year. Like, it looked like he's, every one of his passes, he's made two bad passes this year. Think about that. And they were both interceptions. I'm sorry, he's made one bad pass. One, the other interception was a tit ball. But that one that he, I think it was last week, he threw the, and he shouldn't have threw. Oh, the one for the pick six. Um, was that tipped or was that last week? No, last no last week was the one he threw in the screen. Yeah, he threw in the screen in that in that crappy weather game. I, I was there. No, like, what was it? Was that it? Against Jacksonville? Yeah, he threw it into triple coverage, and yeah, and it, the guy it, tipped it. Okay, yeah, the guy right. tipped it. Yeah, the guy tipped it, and they caught it and ran it back. Yeah, I mean, and it, I, I mean, think about it, that. That's really his only like two. He's got maybe two or three bad passes all season. That's... Yeah, like, he's he's completely changed his game. He's worked on everything, which is what he, I was asking him to do. He took a, he, he legitimately took a one eighty. Yep. It, it. Yeah. I mean, like we were saying, like prove us wrong, and he has. Now, again, like like I was saying, uh, I was saying earlier, this game that we just had against Arizona was by far Jalen Hurts' worst game of the season, but they won. He found a way to get them in position to to have the game-winning field goal. You know, he, he got them in position for it. You know, it's like he, he had – it's so funny. Someone said to me um, uh, over on Twitter, I was talking about it, and they were like, oh, what do you mean he had his worst game? He had two touchdowns. I, I was like, that, that doesn't mean you have a good game. I was like, that's just – I was like, you look at the overall game. I was like, this guy is a quarterback. I said, what did he do in the air? He didn't. He didn't impress. He made bad decisions. I mean, but I wouldn't say that he had like some, some like uh, amazing game. No, he had a bad game as a quarterback. He made up for it on the ground. Doesn't mean he had a good game just because he got in the end zone. You know, there, there's a difference in what is a good game and what's a bad game. But I. But to get to Barry's question where he asks, he's like, so you guys finally sold on Jalen Hurts. I'm going to say this. He's, he's, my pendulum is tilting in the right direction, but I want to see, like the Eagles are seeing, a full season out of him. Can he consistently play at this new high level that he's been playing at? That's what I want to see. I want to see it. If there's a playoff berth, I want to see him in the playoffs. That's the ultimate goal for me. Can he make up for that crap game against Tampa Bay in the playoffs last year? So right. far, he's looking like he might be able to. Right, and you know he had a he, he had a drive last week, uh, this past week against Arizona. You know to get them in field goal range. You know, a little iffy on the play call on the pass on third down. I was I was right. shocked, but you know it was it was a really good defensive play. Mm-hmm. You know I, I can't be mad at that. 
No. Well, Sirianni and Sirianni, let's, the guy is, he embodies Philadelphia. Like, he just takes it on. He, he says all the right things. I and, dig Sirianni. Kudos to our fan base. Oh, my God. Yeah, they showed up big last you, week. You made Kyler Murray go into a silence cadence. <laughs> you know what I, you know what that does as like as as the team whose fans traveled twenty five hundred miles away? You know what that does? That oh. gives you more confidence. It it builds your character. Because you're, you're playing like, at well, home. It, 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 the character you're like, oh man, you know, maybe and maybe they start believing. Like you, 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 you listen, these guys say they don't go on social media. They don't do this. They don't do that. Listen, they all go on social media. And, you know, they sit there and think, maybe, I mean, we're good, but I don't know. Are, are we think that good? And then you turn around and you hear 3,000 people, 3,000 people, and go on Twitter, listen to the miss, and listen to the stadium. It legitimately sounds like the, it sounds like the link. Oh, yeah. And, and it helps that, it, that it's a dome because everything is inside. But, you know, and... You know, kudos to Milton Williams. It looks like he he got his hand in on that field yep. goal, which explains why that ball went thirty eight yards to the right. Yep, because like he was kicking bad in pregame, but I was watching it with my wife, and she like I, we don't know if he was kicking at the field goal or he was kicking at someone in the stands because that's because he looked like he had family in the stands and that's who he was kicking it to. Because <laughs> and then you go back and you look at the replay. And it looks like Milton Williams jumps up and get it and gets his, his, like his. I can't even do the size of his hand. The mitt. Yeah. The catcher's just, mitt for a hand. Yeah, and just get and 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 a knuckleball catcher's mitt. So not a regular catcher's mitt. If you're catching a knuckleball. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like that was, yeah, yeah. You can tell that he he absolutely had to like tip that because. You see the ball, and then it just shoots off. So that's, yeah, great, great special teams play right there. It was a game-saving play, that's for sure, because they would have gone to OT if he, if he missed that and it went in. Yeah. But it was it was a phenomenal play. And then, uh, you know, we have uh, – and now we have Sunday Night Football. Um, we'll see, you know, if the Cowboys are for real or – Whoever wins this game, depending on how it's won, is going to be deemed the team to beat in the NFC. Yes, yes. It's not going to be, you know, the two and three Rams. It's not going to be the th- the three and two Buccaneers. Um, you know, it's it's not going to be. It, it's going to be the NFC East. And even at the end of the day, you could have a five. You could have two five and one teams and a four and two team. Or you could have two or one, or you could have two four and team four and two teams and a six and zero team, and I, I don't even know who the commanders are playing. I don't know. I don't even want to look it up. You know, there's there, there's so much that you know. Like the NFC East is starting to get, they're getting recognition, right? You know, and you know they, uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> Oh God! The Commanders play the Bears on Thursday night. Oh Jesus! Christ. And the Bears are favored. Oh man! Yeah, the Bears. It, the Bears are a favorite. It's got to be three. 
It's got to be three points. That's absolutely terrible that they're favored like that. Like, <laughs> uh, so, but um, I think I think it's gonna be a twenty-seven twenty-one Eagles win. Um, you know, I think Dallas scores an excuse me touchdown towards the end of the game to try and make a close, and then it just it just doesn't happen. That's that's my prediction. You know, I, I can't see Cooper Rush, and Cooper Rush has been phenomenal. I can't see Cooper Rush, you know, unless we get Jonathan Gannon of 2021 because he was starting to really irritate me with his play calls. It was, I was real, that's what I was getting nervous about. What are your thoughts? Um, I think this is going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be like 30. I think the Eagles win uh, 34-28. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I, I think that we're going to see Tony Pollard just go go crazy. He had a good game this past week. He's actually been the more effective running back than Zeke Elliott this year, who Zeke has done. I think yeah, Zeke's but, done. But if you look at that Rams game, Aaron Donald didn't got hurt. Yeah, they look, true. They look so pedestrian. It's amazing. It's, when you sit there and you think, all right, so think about the Eagles – Towards the end of the first half, Jason Kelsey got hurt, and the the, def- the offensive just looked so out of sync. Right, no, you're Can right. You go let her in. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, but I I do. I think it's um I think it's going to be a high scoring game. So I, uh, um, while well, well, Chris is tending to something, um, I really think I, I do. I really think it's going to be a high scoring game. Michael Gallup is going to be in his second game back. He's um, – I like Michael Gallup. He's a good wide receiver. Or, No, I think it's his second game back. I think he just came back this – no, or is it his third game back? I think it's his third game back. Um, but, yeah, he's a, good, he's a good wide receiver, and he's, he's getting back into the swing of it. Um, again, I think this, this game totally comes down to uh, the quarterback play. And I'm I'm giving the 28 if if as long as Dak is playing, which I think they're going to put him out there because it's Sunday night football division game. Wait a minute, who did you? What was the score? I missed that. 30, 34 to 28 Eagles. Oh, okay. I thought you said 28 24, and then you were like they're going to get 28 because of no. Dak. I'm like, no, the Eagles losing. They're a five no. and a half point favorite. No, 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 no. Um. I yeah I do I think they're going to throw him out there just because of the, the importance of the game. Like if they lose this game, they're they're two games behind. You, and I mean Jerry Jones is still screaming into his pillow at night that the Eagles won the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I, I don't think there's any. I mean unless Dak Prescott just cannot hold a football, which they're saying he's still having problems gripping a football. I, I can't. I mean I, I don't see anything that where he's not on that field. Which is kind of funny, considering that they're they what four game win streak with Cooper Rush. <laughs> so, of all people, Cooper freaking Rush. I'm rooting for a Dallas court, Dallas Cowboys quarterback controversy. Dude, you know that's that's the funny thing. It's could you imagine if there is a controversy? Like say say Dak comes back and he actually plays decent, but they lose and they are now. Two games behind the Eagles in a division, and people are going to start yelling. Uh, I I guarantee you that's what they're going to say, and and you know Jerry Jones is going to be thinking it 
he'll never fully he'll never admit it, but he's gonna be like, damn, I spent all this money on this guy, and you know they already lost. They already, well not lost. They traded away a Mary Cooper, got nothing back in return for what they gave up for him. So there's one of your big three. They had their new triplets with with Dak, Cooper, and and Zeke. Well, guess what? You're out, Cooper. Zeke is basically stealing money now because he's nothing like he was. I mean, Tony Pollard's taken over. Even even though Zeke is still getting the majority of the snaps, it's it, you're seeing it. Like it's, it's starting to be their downfall, and, and and some Dallas fans are not ready for that. No, and you're right. And I sit there and I, and I always go back to the triplets and the year for Dallas was 2016. Yep. You know, Tony Romo should have played that playoff game. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. That's the year they go to the Super Bowl most likely and lose to Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. And oh, I bet you Jerry regrets that decision. I bet you they regret not putting him in, not, not starting Romo. I, hell, I would have, I would have regretted the hell out of that. I mean, and and think about it. It took uh, like a fifty-eight yard field goal or whatever it was from Mason Crosby to win the game. Yep. So that that was their year, but um, so I, I don't know. It's Dallas week, and you know, it's it's. I like it when both teams are good. It's not it's mm-hmm. not fun when both teams suck. Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right, and I mean the the fact that they're both playing at a very high level. The Eagles are playing at a high level. Dallas is good. It's it, like you said, it's fun when when they're when both teams are good. It's fun, right? And and that's like we're we're gonna circle back to the beginning of the show because we were, we were talking about the Mets. We we're talking about the Mets, and you know, as much as I hate Dallas fans, I don't hate them as much as I hate Mets fans. Yeah, isn't that weird? Like I, I was thinking about that on my drive home from work today, and I was like, "Man, I really hate Mets fans." Really, I, I, and they're, and li- listen, we all know Philadelphia fans. We're not the greatest in the world, so they probably hate us. But we are nowhere near the way they are. Like, no. like when you sit there and you know, I, I, I like, I'm sitting there and you're on social media, and I'm like, just enjoy the rivalry. I'm like, yes, you've owned us. But both teams are in the playoffs. This and that. Uh, what rivalry? We we owned you all year. Everyone knows that you won like thirteen out of nineteen games against us. We know this. This is not a surprise. We we know that. Like you you can keep reminding us, but it doesn't change the fact that we're in the playoffs. And they're like, oh well, MLB give the you know guys a spot. Well, let's just recap, Mets fans. Let's just recap. If it wasn't for the original wild card spot to begin with. The Mets would have choked and not made the playoffs, just like the Phillies would have not made the playoffs this year. So before you sit there and besmirch my team's playoff spot, mm-hmm. look in the mirror and think that the wild card was added a couple of years ago, and then they they got smart and they added it again. You may not agree with it, but that's what that's what that's what it is. Oh, and by the way, the same wild card spot that your team had fourteen more wins. Than my team, guess what? My team won two times in the playoffs. Your team didn't. Your team had got one hit in an elimination, elimination game. And, and Buck Shawwater cued Musgrave of cheating. And the Mets fans 
are sitting there saying he did cheating. You guys handle losing really well. I must say that. Kudos to you. Nice. I thought I, I, thought I was bitter. You guys handle it way, way much better than I do. Well, they win a couple games and they and, and they get a new owner with a lot of money and they think they're the Yankees all of a sudden. Right. You're not even no one cares about the Mets. Like you're not even like you're not the Yankees. And I know Yankees fans. They're nowhere near as bad as the Yankees. And the Yankees have twenty seven championships. Like I that's how bad the Mets fans are. And it was phenomenal on social media when they lost because everybody went in. Now all now my my notifications are silent because you know you, you because I guess they don't want to see this. Love it. I love it. <laughs> and for people who are going listening, it's a it's the African funeral video meme and it's the Timmy Trumpet song that Edwin Diaz came in. You know, their their highlight this season was Timmy Trumpet played live. Yeah. And Edwin, Edwin Diaz had a cool closer entrance. And like like and that was it. Like that that was that was it. <laughs> like that that was that was it you won 101 games oh, i and love you, it you choked you know max scherzer gave up the, like the the, the astros or not the astros the padres just chose violence against ah. max scherzer too funny man too funny i'm trying to find this i saw something earlier today which made me laugh it had something to do with um uh, the Mets were they were the first were they were the first team ever first hundred one team to not reach the division series. That's it. Yep, that's it. That was it. I love it. Like they're just they're just making records all day long. Oh yeah, absolutely awesome. Is that the X? Yeah, it's, it's their twenty fifth anniversary. Is that X Pac? X Pac and Road Dog right there. Where's his hair? Who? X Pac. Is he shaved? Uh, he shaves the side, and I believe he pulls the the oh, rest oh, of it back. Oh dear God, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, like it's, I I just, uh it's, I'm I'm just so happy. It was a bad weekend to be a Cardinal. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, so let's let's do, let's see, we're. We got a couple of minutes before we can end. So we're going to go to commercial and then we'll come back and maybe we'll do predictions because we did predictions two weeks ago and we were absolutely terrible. Terrible. <laughs> like, like terrible. I mean, and granted we took our games out, right? We didn't do, we didn't do points, but <laughs> Oh, it was, that was, that was so bad. <laughs> I have a commercial and go. They say every watch tells a story, family, moments, lifetimes. With La Terrain, this 
is a watch that spans generations, not just from where it came from, but for where it will go. Knowing one of these, having one of these, is what? Being a professional, being casual, and being you is all about. From our family to yours, La Terrain. Well, there we go. And again, thank you to our sponsors, monkeysuncle.net from La Terrain Watches. <sighs> I would head out to Monkey's Uncle for some Phillies gear. Um, they're going to be on Fox 29 tomorrow at 745, so make sure you tune in to friend Jen Frederick, Monkey's Uncle, and Derek Morgan. Yeah, we, we got to get a commercial from them. I, I want to run one so bad from them. So, all right. So what we're going to do is this week, we're going to do our picks. Oh, and then I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna mark them down, and then we're gonna come back and compare because that one week was terrible. We're, dude. Don't, I, I, I'm I'm just saying, don't ever take our advice. Just don't. Unless we do really good this week. No, it's it's a fluke. I'm telling you, it's a fluke. <laughs> it's a fluke. All right, so we got the Commanders and the Bears this week. They're at Chicago. All right. Uh, are you? Are we switching off on this? No, or? We're, we're all. We're each going to pick one. Right, I'm going Bears. I'm going to go Commanders. I'm, I'm. I'm thinking they get out of their funk. Maybe. You know that oh. was a that was a bad loss last week. That oh, was Tyler Heineke starting. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> You're brutal. <laughs> Fitzmagic um, is coming back. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's coming back. Um. <laughs> You're terrible. Uh, then we got uh, the Vikings and the Dolphins. I got I to gotta go Vikings. Yeah, I'm going Vikings on that one, too. I'm taking Minnesota. Uh, they, they look lost without uh without The Dolphins? Two. Yeah, they do. They, they, they're a mess. Um, who else we got? Patriots, and, and, the, Patriots and the Browns. Uh... Hmm. Is Billy Zappa starting again? Oh, no. Is that really his name? Billy Zappi? Z-A-P-P-E, I think, is how his last name is spelled. I don't know. Man, he is the new and improved Tom Brady. No, I'm kidding. Um, they're playing Cleveland? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Cleveland. Yes, me too. I think they're playing at a really high level. Um, I also think that Kareem Hunt's going to be an Eagles very shortly. You think so? Yeah. Okay. 49ers and the Falcons. Oh, you at, know what? what at, Atlanta. at Atlanta. I'm taking the Falcons because that, that is Jimmy Garoppolo's kryptonite. Yeah, I was just going to say that's um... – All that dude does is win except Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll take – 
But you know what? I'm I'm going to go with the Niners. Okay. Not a bad pick. Um, oh, side note, Bray Wyatt's coming up next. <laughs> with, uh, you think so? Oh, they just they just showed it. The return of Bray Wyatt next. I thought it was Seth Rollins coming down. All right. Uh, Buc- Buccaneers and the Steelers. Bucks. Yeah, I, Steelers are really bad. They're terrible. They're, they're really bad. Th- like, this this may just be the first losing season for Tomlin. Yep. Bengals and the Saints. Ooh, I'm going Cincinnati. Yeah, me too. Uh, this week, I will say this. Um, I'm going to give a little piece of as, as of fantasy advice. Don't start Taysom Hill. He had four touchdowns yesterday, and I started him in my flex. <laughs> he ain't going to do that two weeks in a row. No. Uh, Ravens and the Giants. I think the Ravens. I I think I I think uh, Lamar's on a mission, and I think the teams that you know he, that are are a step down. And unfortunately, I think that is the Giants. Not not too much, not too far of a step, but I'm going to go Ravens. Yeah, I'll take the Ravens also. Uh, who else do we have? Jaguars and the Colts. Jags. Yeah. I, oh, God. Although they lost yesterday. They did. They did. That's why they're going to win. <laughs> um, yeah. Cardinals at the Seahawks. Oh, I'm taking Seattle all day on that one. Geno Smith is playing like a man on a mission. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cardinals. Yes, yeah. See, I, I, dude, I love Geno Smith. You heard his his uh, quote, didn't you? Did they lose yesterday? Uh, I don't believe so. I don't think so. But he was, was asked. Quote? Well, he he was asked. Well, what what do you have to say to the people that wrote you off? And uh, Bill told me this. They said, "What do you have to say to the people that wrote you off?" He said, "I never wrote them back." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, that's awesome." They lost to the Saints. They lost. Okay. So, so I'm still taking Seattle. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good pick. Uh, Panthers at the Rams. I'm going Rams. You have to Panthers, go Rams. I know the, the Rams just came up a bad loss, and the Panthers uh, just fired their coach. Panthers fired their coach, and I think, and I think PJ Wall. I think Baker got met, benched. He may have. He's terrible. Oh man, here's a gauntlet for you. Bills Chiefs. Ooh. Oh, that's at, a that's so good. At at Kansas City. At so good. Um I think we need to flip a coin. <laughs> I'm I'm going to Bills, man. Yeah, I gotta go. It's you know, Josh Allen is on a mission. I mean, I don't know what the Chiefs are doing right now, to be honest with you. Um because I have Patrick Mahomes in my one league, and and then I have a uh, what you call it? What are they we doing? Both, we both have the Eagles. They're, wow, Kansas City's losing to the Raiders twenty to ten at halftime. Of course they are. Mm. Okay, so what was the next game? Eagles. Oh, Eagles. Yeah. Screw the Cowboys. Eagles all day. All right, and. 
Then we have the Monday night game, Broncos and the Chargers. I'm going Chargers. Chargers. Russell Wilson forgot how to play football. He really did. Uh, and like I was watching, um, I don't know if you saw it, um, Kyle Brandt. Yeah. From, if they were talking about um, how much of a jerk he is, him and his wife. Really? Like acting like they're all that and they're not. Right. Hmm. Like he's like, it was funny. Like he was like, cause he hosted the award show and they were saying that all the people are coming up talking and, and Russ had his sunglasses on and was like, I'm not talking to anybody. Oh, that's crazy. I don't care that you're married to CR. You're still, but with that being said, we're going to end this show with a couple things. I want laughter from you. <laughs> uh, uh, look at the, all these Walmart, <laughs> all these people from Walmart. Look at them all. Oh, God. We're putting up pictures from the Dallas playoff game last year uh, when they all were crying. It's the Walmart um, bunch. <laughs> so, you know, we'll probably do another show this week. We'll try and get Jacob Anderson on from 910 Sports. Um, he is a, He's a Dallas fan. So, sounds good to me, man. I'm going to reach out to a friend of mine who does a, a podcast. He's a, he's a Dallas fan, also. Maybe we can oh, get nice. them both on. And he they've collaborated before, so we'll see what happens. Who's that? My friend, um, uh, 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 Phil Smith. He's a he's a a football coach. He coaches like uh, like Pee Wee, and then he was a coach for uh, like a high school. Good okay. guy. Good guy. I used to work with him. Good guy. So. <sighs> All right. Well, let me let us go. We're going to end with a little snoop. All right. Peace out, everyone. Go ahead and turn it on up. CPT, LBC, yeah, we hook it back up. And when they make